0: but i am so thankful for my pastor i am thankful and i appreciate all the preaching that we hear and and even the preaching that we have that that we had the other night but i love there's something about hearing your your man of god preach ain't it amen why don't we put our hands together for the lord and just say preach to me pastor oh come on let's shout hallelujah I don't know about you, but I'm glad to be in the house of the Lord. Come on, shout it again. Hallelujah. Oh, praise God. Amen. It's good to be in the house of the Lord tonight. We're blessed and highly favored of the Lord. Praise God. So thankful for the anointing of God, the presence of God, and God's mercy, amen, that abounds in our lives every day we were called yesterday to come and minister at Brother Hamby's Uh, when we arrived there there was an ambulance at his house and uh, Brother Hamby had stepped out tripped over his feet and uh, fell and hit his head on the tire and gave himself a, a pretty good concussion gashed his head pretty bad and uh But you know what? God spared him, and in the name of Jesus, he's going to be all right. Praise the Lord, and I'm glad to hear that. Praise God. Amen. And then we went in and had church. Praise God. What a set of circumstances to preach under. Amen. But we had a powerful prayer service in there. And I believe that God healed some people and touched some lives and ministered to some. Praise God. Amen. How many know that God will touch your need if you're willing to reach out to him with your need? As a matter of fact, let me say this. He is looking for people that are desperate for him. And when you get desperate for Jesus, you'll find him. Praise God. I don't know about you, but I want him. I'm desperate for him. He's my life. He's my breath. He's my salvation. Amen. He's everything to me. And I give him honor and glory today. And his name is Jesus. Praise God. I said his name is Jesus. Praise the Lord. Amen. If you have your Bibles, we're going to go to the Word for a little while. Amen. We're going to go to Exodus, the 12th chapter. Praise the Lord. Exodus the 12th chapter. We're going to begin at verse 1. We're going to be reading down there and then we're going to be reading some of the scripture. Exodus 12. While you're getting that, I greet everybody in the name of Jesus. Thank you for coming to the house of the Lord. Midweek matters, doesn't it? Praise the Lord. Midweek matters. And uh, praise God. We know that he's here in this place. Hallelujah. Exodus 12, verse 1, if you have that. The Bible said, And the Lord spake unto Moses and to Aaron in the land of Egypt, saying, This month shall be unto you the beginning of months, and it shall be the first month of the year to you. Speak ye to all the congregation of Israel, saying, In the tenth day, of this month I shall take to them every man a lamb according to the house. Of their fathers a lamb for a house. And if the household be too little for the lamb. Let him and his neighbor next unto his house. Take it according to the number of souls. Every man according to his eating shall make your count for the lamb. And what he is saying here is. All of the lamb had to be consumed. Amen. None of it was to be wasted. It all mattered. Your lamb shall be without blemish, a male of the first year. You shall take it out of the sheep or the goats. You shall keep it until the 14th day of the same month. And the whole assembly of the congregation of Israel shall kill it in the evening. And they shall take of the blood... Strike it on the two side posts, on the upper door post of the houses wherein they shall eat it. Amen. Going to verse 12, it said, For I will pass through the land of Egypt this night, and I will smite all the firstborn of the land, both man and beast, against all the gods of Egypt. I will execute judgment. I am the Lord. And in verse 13, he said this, And the blood shall be to you for a token upon the house where you are. And when I see the blood. Everybody say, when I see the blood. When I see the blood is what the Bible says. Amen. I will pass over you and the plague shall not be upon you to destroy you when I smite the land of Egypt. Praise God. I want to teach for a little while tonight on this topic. Amen. The blood. Amen. The blood. Praise the Lord. How many knows that the blood is important? Amen. How many know that the life is in the blood? Praise God. We're going we're to talk a little while about the blood. Let's lift our hands to the Lord and just love him tonight. I praise you today. I bless you. I thank you today for the anointing of God and the power of God, Lord, that is evident in this place. I thank you today, Lord, for those, God, that have come through the doors of the congregation, Lord, that are looking, God, for your presence richly in their life. I pray today, Lord, let the blood, God, let it, Lord, minister to our lives. And let us today, Lord, be drenched in the blood of Christ, knowing, Lord, that it is the blood, Lord, the power of the blood That saves us. We ask you this in Jesus mighty name. And the church said amen. Amen. Praise God. You can be seated. Praise the Lord. Amen. We teach today on many topics. I will tell you that we live today in a generation of time That much coddling is going on. And we preach about people's circumstances. And we preach about our lives. And we preach about our isms. And we preach about... Our likes and our dislikes and and we preach about our riches. But I want to tell us today, Amen. I think that it's time that we examine the articles of God. Amen. That we get into the Word of God and understand today, Amen, that it is by God that we're saved. Amen. It's by what was done for us on Mount Calvary. And I want to talk about that just for a little bit tonight. In the scripture that we read to are uh, hearing this evening, God has given the children of Israel instruction regarding the lamb without blemish or spot. He said, On the tenth day, amen, of the month, that month there is Nisan, They were to take the blood out of uh, the, the lamb out of the flock, amen. And for a very brief few days the lamb was to be carefully cared for that nothing would happen to the lamb. Jewish scholars believed that the lamb was literally taken into the home and, and they took that lamb and they petted it and they cared for it. They brushed it and they washed it and they, they tended to that lamb. Why? Because that was the lamb of sacrificial offering. Amen. They wanted to care for it, that there would be no blemishes in the lamb, that there would be no spots, there would be no wounds, there would be no... Premature marks made upon the lamb. So they cared for that lamb and made sure, amen, that, that it was going to be okay. Amen. Until it's appointed time of sacrifice. And then on the 15th day of sun, the lamb was carefully slain. Amen. In that act of taking the animal's life, the blood was gathered in a basin or a bowl. Amen. The blood was not thrown out. Amen. It was not discharged. It was not let go of it. it was not carelessly handled. But it, it was meticulously handled. Amen. Because it had a powerful purpose in their life. Amen. So they took the blood there from the lamb. Amen. And they gathered it in the basin. And the blood, amen, was taken care of. Why? Because the blood had purpose. And God had a plan, amen, and through following, amen, the instructions given to them by God, the children of Israel would be spared. I want to tell the church tonight, amen, that when we follow the instructions of God, amen, we're made saved. Amen, when we're obedient to scripture, that's when we get it right. Amen, I'm going to tell us today that when we begin to uh, act upon our feelings, that's when we miss it. Amen, when we begin to do things on our own, that's when we miss it. I want to tell us, amen, that when we follow the word of God, when we walk in the word of God, amen, when we abide in the word of God, when we live according to the instruction of God, amen, something begins to happen in our lives. Praise God. Amen, on the 15th day of that month, the lamb was slain, and the blood was carefully accounted for. And it was gathered into basins. Verse 7 tells us this. And they shall take of the blood and strike it upon the two side posts and upon the upper post of the houses. Amen. In other words, you take, amen, and put it here and put it here and put it on the mantle above the door. Amen. And then scripture tells us this: for I will pass through the land of Egypt this night. And I will smite the firstborn in the land of Egypt against man and beast and against all of gods, all of the gods of Egypt. He said, I will execute judgment. And then he said, I am the Lord. And then he said this, the blood shall be a token upon the houses where you are. And when I see the blood, I will pass over you and you shall not be destroyed. Amen, I I have been thinking all day, amen, about the blood of Christ and and the price that was paid and and the cost there that was measured out that you and I could have a relationship with God. Amen, I I, I find it amazing that the last song, amen, that that was sung before I take the pulpit, amen, is about the blood of Jesus Christ. I want to tell us today, thank God for the blood. Oh, come on, thank God for the blood. I know it's Bible study but we can shout a little bit about the blood of Jesus Christ if it were not for the blood I would be lost amen without the blood there's judgment always without the blood amen you've got to have the blood of Jesus Christ in your life amen he said and when I see the blood there's an old chorus there that we used to sing amen when I see the blood y'all remember that When I see the blood, when I see the blood, I will pass, I will pass over you. Amen. I'm thankful today for the blood. Amen. If you desired not to die in Egypt, I want you to hear me tonight. If you wanted to escape the judgment, if you wanted to make it to the promised land, the blood had to be applied. The blood had to be applied. Nothing else could save them but the blood, no other act that they did, amen, no, no, no matter the people that they talked to, amen, no matter other, what other things that they did, the blood had to be applied, amen. There was no excuse for the blood not being applied. Amen. I'm going to tell you today, amen, that if they had to go to the neighbor's house, they had to go to the neighbor's house. But they had to be behind a house, amen, and behind the doors of a mantle that was struck with the blood, amen. And there, God passed over them, and he desired, amen, he decided then that he wouldn't take them. I want to tell the church today, amen, it's important to have the blood in your life. Oh, praise God. Let's talk about the blood. Amen. There's life in the blood. Blood is a representation of who we are. Amen. You can get some blood from your body. Amen. You can do a DNA search and you can find out where you come from. Amen. You can find out what you're made of. You can find out who your ancestors are. Amen. You can find out all sort of things in your life by the DNA that is gathered In your blood. I want to tell everybody today. The blood is important in our life. Amen. It's through our veins that the blood flows. Amen. Through the power of the blood. We are redeemed by the blood of the lamb. I want us to understand today. We teach on a lot of topics. But we need to refresh our minds. On the blood of Jesus Christ. Amen. That has saving ability in our lives. Oh praise God. Oh, we need to be reminded every day about the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. In Leviticus, the 16th chapter, the Bible tells us that Aaron was to bring a young bullock and a ram for a burnt offering. And Aaron was to bring the bullock to make an atonement for himself and for his house. The Bible said he shall kill the bullock and he shall take a censer of coals from off the fire from off the altar before the Lord. Amen. And Aaron was to bring the censer of coals and the blood of the bull and bring it within the veil. And Aaron then was to, amen, put the coals upon the fire there that existed in that room before the Lord. The Bible said that when he would put those coals upon that, amen, that there would be a cloud Amen. Of incense that would cover the mercy seat. What would it what was it? It was a representation of the Holy Ghost. Amen. It, it was signifying the power and the presence of God. Amen. Through their actions of obedience. Amen. And when they would look at that cloud they would know this is a representation. What did it do? It swept over the mercy seat. What was under the mercy seat? The word of God. Amen. The miracles of God. Amen. The power of God there hid under the mercy seat. Amen. How many know that the mercy seat is a representation of Jesus Christ? Oh yes. And when they put the the coals there upon the altar and the smoke began to billow. Amen. And it began to flow across the mercy seat. Amen. The priest then would take the blood. Amen. And he would take it and begin to sprinkle it upon the top of the mercy seat. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven times. He would sprinkle the blood upon the mercy seat. Amen. Let me tell you today, this is a powerful analogy of Jesus Christ. I want the church to know this, that without Jesus, we're not saved. Without the blood, we're not saved. Oh, praise God. Jesus was wounded in his body seven times. Seven times the blood of Christ was applied there. Amen. To the mercy seat that God signified. Let me tell us today that it's through the blood that we're saved. And nothing less than the application of the blood of Jesus Christ will deliver us and loose us and set us free. Ah, Oh, I know it's Wednesday. Let me tell us today, a shout is a wonderful thing. A dance is a wonderful thing. Amen, I love all the things that we do, but if we're not covered under the blood, we're not getting it done. Amen, if we're not washed in the blood of the Lamb, amen, I want you to know we're lost and undone. Hallelujah. You can shout all you want to. Your shout will never save you. Did you know that? Amen. Amen, we shout because we're saved. We shall because we have a relationship with God. Amen. But we're covered. We're washed. We're cleansed by the blood. Amen. After he would take and sprinkle the blood upon the, the mercy seat. Amen. The Bible said that he shall take the blood of the bullock, sprinkle it seven times. And then he said, and then take the blood of the ram. Amen. There were two rams there. Let me teach us just a little bit. There were two rams. There and they would draw lots for the ram. Amen. And one would live and one would die. Amen. One was to be the scapegoat and the other one was to give his life. Amen. And the blood would be sprinkled. Let me tell us a little today about the scapegoat. Amen. They would take the blood that was shed and they would sprinkle the back of the goat and the goat would be set free. Amen. As signifying liberty, as signifying escape of judgment, as signifying the mercy of God. How? By the blood. Amen. Let me tell us today that blood is powerful in your life. When you repent of your sins and you give your life to God, let me tell you this. Amen. You were made clean, you were made washed, you were set free from the judgment of God. Amen. That God Himself had designated for us. Then they took the other round there that lost the lottery. Amen. They drew lots. Let's call it a lottery. Don't get any ideas from that. I can hear the branch turning. Amen. I know you see the million dollar lottoes there when you go in the stores. Praise God. We're going to leave that alone tonight then they would take the other ram there and they would, they would do the same thing. They would cut that ram's throat and they would gather that, that blood in a laver in a bowl and then they would go upon that and then they would, uh, they would take that and, and they would apply it and they would sprinkle it and they would pour it upon that. Amen. And I, I want to tell us this today. Amen. And if one step, if one instruction... Amen. If one thing was missed, amen, then the priest lost his life. And Israel was not received, amen, for their, uh, for their transgressions. They, they, they weren't forgiven for their transgressions. Amen. It had to be followed explicitly according to the Word of God. They couldn't miss any steps. We live today in a generation of people, amen, that, that are missing steps and they're acceptable of missing steps. Amen, they think if I, if I live the life of a good man, amen, and I just believe in God, everything will be okay. Amen, let me tell you this, you can't miss any of the steps, amen, that are ordered and instructed of God. Amen, feeling good about yourself will not save you. Amen, feeling good about who you are, amen, will not save you. Amen. I'm going to tell you today the only thing that will save you following the instruction of God. Amen. Following the Word of God. Walking in the Word of God. Living in the Word of God. Amen. Let me be honest with us tonight. There's times in our life none of us feel saved. Is that right? Amen. Why? Because we have, amen, this treasure, amen, of God's in an old fleshly body. Amen, Uh, uh, if you were to ask me how I would feel 10 minutes from now, it might be different than I feel right now. Amen, my feelings are all over the place. I can feel happy and scared and sad and upset and angry. Amen. Within a a one hour period. Amen. My feelings are all over the place. But the word of God is not all over the place. The word of God is explicit. The word of God is instructional. The word of God is salvation. The word of God is true. And if I live the word of God and act the word of God and be obedient to the word of God, God can save me. Hallelujah. Praise God. We've got to follow it explicitly. We've got to live the Word of God. Amen. If God's plan was not followed perfectly, Amen. A priest lost his life. I'm going to submit to the congregation in Old Testament the Lamb, the blood, and God's instructions were absolutely paramount. You had to get it exactly right. Amen. Church, I was reminded. Amen. I was reminded this of God in the Old Testament. Amen. He's the same God of Old Testament that he is today. He's an unchanging God. He's the same yesterday, today and forever. I know that we're in a New Testament. Amen. I know that all things are become new. I know all old things are passed away. But I want to tell us today in case you ever forget. Amen. The God of the Old Testament is the same God of the New Testament. Amen. The same author of the Old Testament is the same author of the New Testament. And today if we could understand the principles of the law apply. Amen. The instructions. Of the law apply. Amen. I know today that we don't mix wool and linen, but I've got to understand today that in the process of that, God was giving me instruction and He was telling me, You can't live carnally. You got to live spiritually. You got to get it right. I want to tell us today, Amen. Don't do away with the Old Testament. The Old Testament was fulfilled, and in the purpose of the Old Testament, God has given us instruction. In the blood. Amen. I'm gonna say this tonight many times today we forget about the blood. Amen. Many times we forget about the work that was accomplished on Mount Calvary. Amen. We forget about everything. I I know God is good. I I I know life is great. I I know that we go through things in our life. I know we face situations. But I want to tell you this. That no matter what you go through. And no matter what problem you face. You got to follow the word of God. You got to live in the word of God. You got to walk in the word of God. Amen. And one day according to the word of God. Amen. This old book is going to be held up. And God is going to judge me by the word. And I've got to understand. If I'm going to be saved. It's got to be a according to the word. No other way to be saved than the word of God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise the Lord. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. John said in the beginning was the word. And the word was with God. And the word was God. Everybody say the word was God. Amen. Bible said that Word was made flesh and it dwelt among us and we beheld His glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Amen. What does that tell me? It tells me this that Jesus Christ is God, that He was manifest of the flesh. Amen. He is God incarnate. Amen. In the beginning was the Word. Amen. The Word was with God and the Word was God. And that Word was made flesh. Amen. Revelation tells us that from that, from the foundation of the world, the Lamb was slain. In other words, God had a plan. God had a process, amen, that He was using, that He would implement to save us. Isn't it wonderful to know, amen, that while the tabernacle was being built, while the children of Israel were, were working, amen, a sewing the curtains together for the tabernacle in the Old Testament. Amen. They were getting it all together. God in his infinite wisdom and ability was looking way ahead and saying one day, amen, this God that dwells in this place, amen, he's going to be everywhere. Oh, listen to me today, amen, that God that was hid, amen, behind the veil. Oh, thank God that the mercy of God, amen, was revealed unto us when the veil was ripped, amen, and the blood of Jesus Christ was shed. If it was not for the blood, we would be lost. If it wasn't for the blood, amen, we would be undone. Praise God. The blood of Jesus Christ is powerful. Amen. God had a plan that you and I would not die in our sins. Revelation, again, tells us that from the foundation of the world, the Lamb was slain. In other words, God had a plan from the beginning. Amen. That that He would give you and I a way to escape judgment. God had a plan to get us to the promised land. But the plan, amen, from the beginning required blood. Isn't it amazing, amen, that in all the dispensations of God, amen, blood was sacrificed. Every dispensation, amen, blood was required and blood was given. But God had a plan, amen, and that plan was Jesus Christ. John 1 says this, amen, John seeth Jesus coming unto him. And John said, behold, the Lamb of God, which taketh away The sins of the world. Thank God that I know who the lamb is. Oh my. The lamb in Old Testament. Amen. Was a cobbled lamb and a cared for lamb. Amen. But the lamb of the New Testament was God manifest in the flesh. It was God revealed unto humanity. My Lord. Hallelujah. The lamb of God, Revelation 5 and 16 says this. Amen. John the revelator. Amen. He, he said, And behold, in the midst of the throne stood a lamb as it had been slain. Amen. God had a plan. John goes on to say, Then, then I looked up, and I heard the voice of many angels, numbering thousands upon thousands, and tens of thousands times ten thousand, saying with a loud voice, worthy, worthy, worthy is the Lamb. Oh my, I want us to understand today, amen, that the Lamb of God is worthy to be praised. And I want to, oh, I would recommend to us today that you would recognize Him for who He is. I know His name is Jesus, but He is the Lamb of God slain from the foundation of the world, amen, sent to save you and me. God had a plan that we would be saved. Amen. God had a plan and I know that he always works his plan so infinitely. Amen. He always works it so accurately. I want you to think about your lives and think about where God has brought you from and think about how God has gotten you to the place that you're at today and how many times could you have slipped away and been lost? How many times could you have lost your life but God intervened? How many times could you have not wound up, amen, through shipwreck and and train wreck? How many times, amen, that, that all of that, amen, would have befallen you and you wouldn't be here today, amen, but God had a plan for you in your life? amen i want to tell us to i i just want to i want to encourage us today and tell us this god had a plan in your life god has a purpose in your life god's got a ministry in your life oh listen i want to encourage somebody today amen that's going through some trouble listen if the foundation amen from the foundation the lamb was slain and i want you to know that God knew who you were from the foundation hallelujah He knows where you are. He knows what you've been through. He knows what you're going through. Amen. Tell this to the church tonight. Amen. He is the way, the truth, and the life. Amen. No man cometh to the Father but by him. It's impossible to come to the knowledge of God through any other way except through Jesus Christ. Amen. There's no other name under heaven given Amen, whereby we must be saved. Amen, the name of Jesus Christ. Amen, who is he? He is the Lamb of God. Amen, he is the Lamb slain from the foundation of the world. Listen to 1 Peter 1 1 and 18. It tells us, for you know that you were not redeemed with corruptible things as silver and gold. How many know we weren't purchased with those kind of things? Amen. But with the precious blood of Christ as of a lamb without spot. Amen. Let me tell us this today there is power, 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 wonder working power in the blood. Oh, we need to remember some of the old today. There is power, power, power. Wonder-working power in the blood of the Lamb. Would you be free from your burden of sin? There's power in the blood. Oh, my. There's power in the blood. When you're having a bad day, there's power in the blood. When you fail in your life, there's power in the blood. When you've slipped and stumbled... There's power in the blood. Hallelujah. Isn't it amazing that you can, you can have miserable mistakes and issues and problems and things that you deal with and conditions, amen, that you feel like a failure and feel like a misery and, and, and you know oh, that you need fixed and you need God to internally work in you. Amen. And isn't it amazing that in that troubled state you can come to an altar Brother Osborne, you can lay your face upon an altar. You can call on the God of Glory, and then in just a little while, you can be you can feel something begin to turn in your soul. Amen. You can be you you can feel the presence of God as it begins to work in your life. You want to know why? Because the blood still flows from from Mount Calvary. Still, amen. The blood is still being applied to our lives every day. Oh, listen! I know that it worked when I gave my life to. God but I thank God that I know that the blood still flows from Emmanuel's veins and when you need it it's there oh listen I want to inspire somebody and tell you today you've got the blood of Jesus on your side you've got his blood on your side hallelujah thank God for the blood of Jesus Christ amen i I was reminded of a song, amen, some time ago that we don't sing anymore. And it goes, no other blood could heal my broken body. No other blood could save my sin-sick soul. No other blood could conquer death and set my spirit free. It was the only blood that could ever set me free. For his blood was not just blood of another spotless lamb. His blood was not just blood. Let me tell us today, thank God for the blood of Jesus Christ that has made a way for you and I to be saved. Thank God that I know that I can call upon the blood, that I know the blood still washes, that I know the blood still cleanses, that I know the blood still moves on my behalf. Amen. When I'm tired, when I'm down and out, when I'm hurting, when I'm wounded, oh, listen, I've got the blood of a Savior that died on Mount Calvary that'll reach into my life. And minister to me. Oh, thank God that I know the blood still flows. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. That old enemy comes in your life. Amen. And he torments you and he attacks your mind. Amen. He comes against your heart. Amen. He racks trouble in your life. Let me tell you today, you need to call on the blood of Jesus Christ. Amen. There's power in the blood. Amen. You need to make a proclamation of the blood of Jesus in your life. Oh, listen. Satan can't cross the bloodline. That's what that song said. You need to remind that old enemy of yours. Amen. That you were redeemed. Amen. Not with corruptible things of silver and gold, but by the precious blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. Me remind us of this today, amen, when the devil would tell you you're worthless, the devil would tell you you have no purpose and no ministry and no life and you failed too big, I want you to think today of how powerful the blood of Jesus Christ is and the cost and the price that was paid for you that you could be saved. I want you to consider that today when you're feeling down and out and low, amen, about where you are and what's happened to you in your life. Amen. Let me tell you how precious you must be that the blood of Jesus would shed for you and me. That'd make a good song right there, wouldn't it? Oh, listen to me today. Amen. I want to remind everybody there's no other thing like the blood of Jesus Christ. There's nothing that can set you free. Amen. Like the blood of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. It was the only blood that ever set me free. If it were not for the price that Jesus paid on Mount Calvary, we would be lost in our sins. Every one of us would be. Amen. I, I couldn't do one thing to save myself. Amen. I if it wasn't for the blood that was shed. Amen. I, I couldn't do one thing to regenerate myself. Amen. I if it wasn't for a resurrected Savior that died for me on a hill called Mount Calvary. Amen. I if it were not for the price Jesus paid on that hillside, we would be lost in our sins. In Acts, the second chapter, we're all familiar with this scripture, but I want to remind us today of this. Amen. Jesus, amen, had bled and died on that hillside, and Peter. Peter, amen, preached in Acts, the second chapter, and he said this to those men that were standing there, and we forget this in preaching the gospel so often. Amen. Peter said, This same Jesus, he said, You have crucified. He said, you have taken and slain him. In other words, he said, you're the guilty culprit. Right. Amen. Some would say, well, I wasn't there. I wasn't born yet. That it, it, it doesn't apply to me. Let me tell you today, if you need to be saved, it does apply to you. Yeah. It does apply to you. But Peter looked at those folks on that day and he said, this same Jesus. He said, you have crucified. I I believe today that through preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ, many times we try to jump that, amen, and get on, amen, with this Pentecostal message. But I want to tell us today that the foundation of the Pentecostal message is the blood of Jesus Christ, amen, that Jesus was slain on a hill called Mount Calvary. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Apostle Paul said it like this. He said, I preach Jesus and Him crucified. Amen. There is no way that you can be saved without acknowledging that Jesus was crucified for your sins. That He died on that hillside called Mount Calvary. Now I know today that it's, it's more popular to preach about money. It's more popular to preach about good times. And it's more popular amen, to preach about all the things that go on in our life. I want to remind us today this. We need to be reminded about the blood of Jesus Christ. Amen. That still flows from Emmanuel's veins. Amen. And when I'm going through something in my life. Amen. I know today, Brother Jim, that the blood can still be applied to my life. Amen. When I have a failure in my life, young folks, when you have a failure in your life, you've got a Savior that gave His life on Mount Calvary, and you can take it before the Lord and realize, oh my, and realize this: He redeemed you. He re- oh He bought you back. He redeemed you through the power of the blood. Hallelujah! Praise God! I have prayed for people. In this front altar area, and I have seen them. Amen. As I have begun to pray for them, they would shake their head. Oh, so many times, just shake their head. Amen. And I, I, I would try to tell them about how good God was and how merciful He was. And I knew you could read their mind when they would go to shaking their head. And Amen. They were saying internally, "I have failed too greatly. I have messed up too big. Amen. I, I, I am not." Amen. In a condition to be saved. Amen. I've I, I, I failed too big. Let me let me tell us today if we can get an understanding. Of the power of the blood. And let me say this. If we can project that understanding to people. Amen. If we can show people that. I want to tell us today. There's more to this apostolic message. Than just receiving the Holy Ghost. Thank God for the Holy Ghost. But thank God for the blood. That redeemed me. Thank God that I know. My sins were paid for. Thank God that I know. Amen. That the blood covers me. And it washes. Sin. Oh, thank God. Amen. I don't have to depend upon my emotion to be saved. Amen. That I can look strictly at the word and say, I can take my sins before the Lord, knowing the price that was paid for me on that hillside and the blood that was shed, knowing, Amen, that while I'm begging God to cover every inch of me, Amen, when I'm washed in the blood, oh, listen to me. Amen. God sees no sin in me. Amen. Everybody say righteousness. Righteousness. Imputed Imputed. unto us. Amen. Do we have any righteous people today in this place? If you're righteous, raise your hand. Let's do this again. That's all right. This is why we have to teach about this, Brother Kevin. If you're righteous, raise your hand. We have this attitude that when we start talking about righteousness, we're thinking self-righteousness. This has nothing to do with self-righteousness. This is all to do with God-righteousness in our life. The Bible said He has imputed it unto us. Amen. By our faith, Brother Kevin, in what He has done. What has He done? He shed His blood on Mount Calvary. So I want you to see today that you were made righteous by the blood of Jesus Christ that was shed. And if you don't understand the blood, you'll never understand the righteousness of Christ. Oh, I'm getting a little deeper. You're walking in condemnation if you don't have a powerful understanding of the blood. Hallelujah. And today we live in an age of condemnation. So many people are living a life of condemnation. Amen. The devil condemns us. The devil beats us up. Amen. The devil tears us up. Let me, let me tell you this, that when you get an understanding of the power of the blood of Jesus Christ and the righteousness of Christ that is imputed unto us by our faith in the shedding of that blood, I want you to know that you become a powerful token of God. Amen. And the enemy, he cannot thwart you. He cannot stop you. Amen. God said this, I hold you in my hand and no man can pluck you out. Amen. I want to tell you today that if you are blood-bought, oh, I wish somebody would shout with me, if you are blood-bought, then you are covered by the righteousness of God. Hallelujah. In Acts, the second chapter, when they were through preaching, on these measures and on these things, they asked them, men and brethren, they said, what shall we do? What do we have to do to be saved today? I want us to understand 2,000 years later after the message was preached, we still have to follow the message. We still have to walk after the message. Why? Because the message, amen, is powerful and real. Amen, it is life-sustaining. It covers us, it washes us, and it cleanses us by the blood of Jesus Christ. And to Him, any other way will not work. Will not work. It won't. Amen, I know today that, uh, that, that so many people are confessing the Lord Jesus Christ as their personal Savior. Amen, I, I, I'm going to acknowledge today that I think every one of us need to accept Him as our Savior in our life. Matter of fact, you'll never be saved. Without accepting Him as a Savior in your life. Amen. But I want to tell you this. Amen. That's, that's not the ending of salvation or the work of salvation in your life. Every one of us need to come to the knowledge of Christ in our life. Amen. We need to know what God done. Amen. But know this. Amen. Peter turned around and, and the Bible said that the 11 stood with him when he proclaimed the message of salvation. And then he said this. You've got to repent of your sins. You've got to repent of your sins. I'm talking today to a house full of saints. But I want to remind us all, you still got to repent of your sins. Let me go a little bit further. If you haven't repented of your sins today, I would recommend that you repent of your sins today. He said you've got to repent of your sins. Amen. We confess our faults before the Lord. And what do we do? We lay them before the Lord and His blood is applied to our life again. Amen. His blood washes our infirmities away. His blood cleanses us deeply and purely and completely white. Amen. Oh, listen, I, I want to encourage somebody about the power, amen, that is in the blood of Jesus Christ knowing today that we are purchased with His blood. Yes. And then He said this. He said, be baptized, every one of you. Every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. That is lacking none. That means each. And every one of us need to be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. How powerful is that name? It's the only name ever given under heaven unto men. Whereby we must be saved. You cannot be saved without the name of Jesus applied to your life. If you've not been baptized in Jesus' name, I wouldn't leave this place today until you're baptized in Jesus' name. Amen. You've got to be baptized in Jesus' name. And then he said this, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Amen. In baptism, we take upon us his death. Amen. Amen. We die with him. We are, right. we are washed with him through the washing of that water. Through our confession unto him. And the blood of Jesus Christ is applied to our life. And then he fills us. Amen. As the, uh, that, that, uh. Uh, that show of the presence of God that flowed across, amen, the top of that mercy seat a representation of the Spirit of God. Amen, what happens? Amen, we are regenerated in our spirit when God fills us with the Holy Ghost and we know then, amen, that He has done something powerful in us. Amen, so let me tell us this. There is no salvation without following the plan of salvation. Amen. In Old Testament, the priest went in and they, they were working that salvation plan in Old Testament and they killed the bullock. They killed the ram and they set the ram free and the blood was sprinkled upon the mercy seat seven times and every chamber was entered to with respect and the washing of the labor and the sacrifice that was made. If one step was missed, then the priest would not survive. I read this again today just to get a good reminder of it. And I was reminded today that when the priest went in to do all of that, that they dismissed all of the working priests, Brother Kevin, for the day. No other priest, amen, that operated daily in that temple could not operate on that day, amen, that it was made. Why? Because the high priest was the only one qualified, amen, to make sacrifice, for, for the nation of Israel on that day. Now I want the church to hear me today. We have a high priest today. Yes. Amen. Amen. Without beginning and end. Yes. Amen. That died for us on a hill called Mount Calvary. Amen, that went in once and for all and offered his blood for us on Mount Calvary. He ain't got to go back next year or the year following or the year after it has been done once and for all. Why? By the blood of Jesus that has saved me and set me free. Thank God today for the blood. Aren't you grateful today for the blood of Jesus? Oh, let's stand with me tonight. Praise God. Hallelujah. My, I know I got a little preaching tonight. Y'all are going to have to forgive me. When I get to preaching about the blood, I get excited about what God has done and what He's doing in our lives. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Could we just lift our hands to the Lord for a few moments and just love Him and love His presence?